Hello, hello, my lovely little coconuts. Um, if you are listening to this on launch date, we are about to enter into the second month of 2023. And time is really so weird. Like at some points I'm like, man, Christmas seems like a decade ago. And then at other points I'm like, wait, I'm still writing 2022. Like time is just... It's an odd thing. Uh, But maybe a goal of yours was to start to understand, learn more about nutrition. Maybe a goal is to put on weight, lose weight. I I don't care what the goal is, but today we're talking about food and we're specifically going to be talking about how to track your macros, how to track your macros with actually taking something like mindset into the equation. Let's forget about the idea of I have to hit these one, two, three numbers and that is it. This episode is to help you move in less of a robotic way and take more of mindset to your dinner plate. So if that sounds like something that would make you smile, go grab yourself a nice warm yummy cup of coffee or whatever the hell uh, makes your tummy give a little dance and let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, Grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, y'all. To start, let's talk about not one, but two sponsors of the show that revolve around the nutrition realm. First up is NoCow. I primarily like to use them for their protein bars. I love the macros and the micronutrients. They stay on their toes, meaning they always are giving you something new, something fun, like a great seasonal flavor. It is something that is good for not only your mental, but your physical body, meaning your belly and your mind are both going to love the product. My code is a little newer because I had a lovely little hacker that put my code on a coupon website. So you can either peep the link in the show notes or use the code DanielleCO. The next company I want to talk about is still around protein, but is a coffee-based protein powder. If I've never heard anything else more on brand before, right? Coffee-based protein powder. I truly love Shikes Protein with just water. So if you're trying to find something to supplement where you don't have to drink a protein shake every day, or maybe you're getting tired of adding your powder into something like pancakes or oatmeal or yogurt, this is a great option. At the same time, you can also add it into all of those things if you so choose. The code there is TCY and the same drill. You can always see all of that information below in the show notes. Now, now that we've talked a lot about how to get in some more protein, let's talk about your macros. So if you are new to tracking macros, or maybe that term is new to you, that simply means how many carbs, fat, 
and protein should you be eating a day? First thing I do want to mention is yes, you can 100% go to a free macro calculator online and bam, it's going to spit out some numbers for you. The downfall of this is, is that it's just a calculator giving you a set of numbers. It is not somebody looking at your lifestyle, looking at what your goals are, looking at your current eating habits, looking at your dietary restrictions. Yes, the macro calculator will normally ask you how active you are and things like that, but in all honesty, you might not really know how active you are. That's where you selecting A, B, or C is going to be very different than you filling out, let's say, a questionnaire with yours truly. So just to get the base understanding, it is again your carbs, your fat, and your protein. Those numbers would equate to your total calorie intake for the day. Realistically, your macros can kind of work a little bit like Tetris. Meaning it's just this game. You plug in some different numbers and you see what fits. And I can tell you for years, literally years, that was why I did not track macros. Because I only saw a bad relationship with food. I can tell you a old friend of mine has been a nutrition coach for a while and she is somebody that will do the okay, you hit A, B, and C. Cool, good job. I'll check back in with you next week. Oh, you hit A, B, and C? Oh, you want to get stronger? Here are some new numbers. Good luck. And not really look at what you're doing. Meaning not putting as much emphasis into what is your fiber looking like? How are you getting the protein? Yes, a moment ago, I just talked about consuming something like a protein bar and protein powder, but I only recommend consuming two servings a day. Some days that might mean that you eat two protein bars. Maybe you eat one bar and one scoop of powder. Maybe it's two servings of the powder. Doesn't matter. I do not recommend consuming more than two servings of that a day. AKA, try not to get more than, I would say, 40 grams from that form of a supplement. Now, if you are playing the Tetris game, though, it doesn't matter that you ate, let's say, a Chick-fil-A sandwich for breakfast and pizza for lunch and you crushed five beers with some chicken wings at dinner. Because as long as you hit your protein, your fat, and your carbs, it doesn't matter. And a lot of times, that's whenever you will see individuals go down the rabbit hole of oh, I can have this pizza. I can probably only have one slice if I want to have all this beer. So that's what I'm going to do and not look at anything else. And that is creating a very bad relationship with food. You are creating a diet mindset around that habit. You are basically saying that you are restricting some items and you are giving permission to others. My goal whenever I work with people is to not have any form of restriction. Now, unless you are allergic, of course. (laughs) But one way to do that is to become more active in your macro tracking. So whenever I say taking a active or a passive state, I'm going to consider a passive state of macro tracking being something where you have the numbers at hand, You literally do a little scan uh, of the barcode to be able to enter it into, let's say, MyFitnessPal. You see what the numbers are. You say, okay, cool. This is something I need. And you eat it. 
Or maybe you're just like, all right, I'm going to eat this and I'm going to figure my shit out later and crush it. You don't put any bit of mindset into it except for scan barcode, what is my number? Okay, I compute and then you eat. Like you treat it like it's just this robotic like thing. That to me is a very passive way of tackling macros, a passive way of approaching your nutrition. I want us to instead become more active, take a bigger role in your nutrition journey. I don't want it to be something where you feel like you are glued to your phone and glued to this, scan this, do this, blah, 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 blah. Now, at the same time, I do think that there is benefit in using something that is a app to be able to track the food that you're eating and understand it. That is a lot of times how I start working with clients. We will back away from a detailed tracking approach if it's something that's not working for them mindset-wise. But it doesn't matter if you are actively using something like MyFitnessPal or not. If you are just scanning item, putting it into your tracking system, and crushing food, that is a passive way of approaching macros. I want us to look at more of an active approach when approaching your macros. So what does that mean? Instead of seeing food as just the number, my goal is to help you understand how a certain amount of your protein, your carbs, and your fat are going to make you feel. So I meet with one of my nutrition clients in person weekly, which fun fact, you can do that too. Um, I have a lot of different approaches whenever it comes to working one-on-one with nutrition. But a good route for her is for us to just sit down and talk. So she has been going through just a a lot of things with work. Has two jobs. One is a corporate job. One is she owns her own coffee shop. And it's been hard for her to really just eat, period. She's so busy. There's been a lot of struggles there. Now she's actually stepping a little bit of away from corporate. We're, we're making a lot of good shifts for her overall health, which is fantastic. And one of the things that she has always struggled with is breakfast. A plus plus to her, she is now eating breakfast more regularly. That is something that we've worked together for for a long time. I took a moment as she was talking. I pulled up her journal and I looked through five days. And I saw that she had, let's say... 20 grams of protein, 20 grams of protein, 2 grams of protein, 18 grams of protein, 20 grams of protein. That was the equivalence of what her breakfast numbers looked like from, let's say, Monday to Friday. And I asked her, I said, well, let's look at Wednesday the 30th. Did, how did you feel at lunch? Do you remember, like, can you give me any thoughts? What, what did that day look like for you? And she pulled it up and she knew immediately because she saw that her lunch was just this extremely big meal. And she was like, oh my gosh, I actually do remember this. I remember that I was starving when it came to lunchtime. And I, she was like, I know I overate. I actually felt shitty because I ate so much food at lunch, but I was so hungry. And I said, perfect. I'm so glad that you realized that. So Wednesday was the day whenever she was really low with her protein number. Her overall calories were not the end of the world. It was way better than what they used to look for her. But because that protein number was so low, it kind of came around and slapped her in the face later on in the day. And her stomach was like, uh, hello, I need nutrients. I'm so hungry. And she then went to like 
you know, just hangry mode. Like, I'm a vulture. I'm going to eat all the shit I can. And that's normal. That means you're human. So it's my job to kind of look at it. And rather than say something, a lot of coaches as they take the passive state would be like, great job for hitting your macros at the end of the day. Meaning, let's say at lunch, she ate enough protein to cover her breakfast and her lunch. A lot of times people will look at the passive approach and look at the end of day number and be like, well, good job. You hit your protein. Cool. I'm looking at it as, why did we have like nothing at breakfast and like 40 grams at lunch? Did that feel okay for you? And maybe her answer was yes. And if so, we're going to have a different conversation. But her answer was no, she did not feel okay. She was really hungry. She then ate a lot of things. One thing I did not add was that her lunch was obnoxiously high in fat. And it just, it it crushed her. It made her tired. It made her pain. It caused her stomach pain. It was not an okay day. She was very frustrated with how she physically felt, was also creating a bad relationship with food. So taking a more active approach simply means I want you to actually understand what it is that you're eating. Understand how your body feels. Maybe that means that we sit back and we actually journal about your feelings. One thing that I had another client do recently, she has been working with me for like six months and she slowly broke away. She was like, dude, I've learned so much from you. I'm ready to be a big girl and try this on my own, right? And one thing that we talked about within our last few weeks together was how to plan for the, oh my gosh, life is going crazy times. Like, let's say it's a day whenever you sleep in, you're then running late, you not only didn't eat breakfast, but you forgot your lunch, it's a rainy day, so you can't walk across the street, like the list goes on and on and on. You have all of these things that just feel like they're working against you. Rather than her saying something like, well, yay, I have a protein bar at my desk. This has protein in it. I'm going to eat this as my full breakfast. We have instead worked through and journaled through different options that she has to make her feel like it's not just a, well, I have to do this because the day fucking sucks. Sometimes maybe that is still, yay, I'm happy I have this protein bar here. So, I mean, the, the, the role can be switched, if you will. But a lot of times it's going to take, it, you have to peel back the layers. Think of it like whenever you're reading a book. And I feel like I'm going to be using analogies like this for a while because I've really gotten back into reading recently. But if you were to, let's say, open up the book and turn to page 75, you might get a lot of good information. And you don't really know exactly what's going on because you don't understand all of the characters. But just based on the event at hand, you're like, oh, wow, this is good. I don't know who Joe, Susie, or Tom are, but like, this story is cool. And so you get this tiny little just snippet, right? Yet you're going to have this very in-depth understanding. You're going to be able to explain this to somebody else and go into a better understanding, digest, pun intended, (laughs) the information in a different realm if you start from page one. And sometimes starting from page one means that it's going to be a little slow. You might have to reread something. You might have to look at your nutrition journal again and be like, okay, why did I feel like this? Let me talk to Danielle and let me see like, okay, I realized that on Monday and Tuesday, I was getting a 2 p.m. craving. Can we talk about this? Can we see why? 
That is you taking more of an active stance with your macro tracking. This will also help you to then create a better mindset later on. Because if there's one thing I've heard from so many clients, it's that they say, yeah, I've done macros before and it worked for me for like, I don't know, maybe two months and I was really happy because that was one of the longest diets that I've been on and then it it was just hard for me to maintain. The word diet alone is the trigger for me where I know, no shit, this was not going to work for you because we weren't looking at a lifestyle change. We were looking at that quick, passive, let me just put a check mark in the box rather than taking that active stance to better your mind, your belly, your heart, your all of the things. I hope that this episode brought a little bit of light to your mind and to your plate. If you realize that you've been in more of that passive state, let me take a moment to let you know it's okay. We're human and we have to grow and learn. The best way to grow and learn is to be aware, to pause, to step back, to evaluate. So if you have any questions and if you're looking to get into more of the active approach of tracking your macros or nutrition in general, please, please, please look at TCY Nutrition. I work with clients one-on-one, anywhere from just a one-hour power call. So you and I can meet in person or virtually and just talk about everything nutrition for one hour. We can also work together for three, six, nine months, etc., where we are working one-on-one and we talk a lot. Two plus times a week, we are chit-chatting about your nutrition journey. We are taking way more of the active state rather than the passive state in TCY Nutrition Coaching. If you found any value here, please, please, please go give the show a five-star review. That is one of the only ways that I can get my show in front of more humans, and realistically, that's why I'm here. So thank you for tuning in, and until next Tuesday, namaste and slay boo thing.